I'm Ashley. And I'm Lacey. And this is United States of Murder's very own Wacky Wednesday. Here we are with Wacky, you know? 39. Five. 35? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. I promise. I think you swear. It's too hot to argue. You you win. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I'll go first. Go first. So, my wacky, and you're going to like this one. My wacky's about an Indiana woman who was robbed at gunpoint. Then the same guy asked her out on a date. I swear, (laughs) this would totally be me. On the early morning hours of May 8th of this year, 21-year-old Amber Baron was walking to her car outside to fetch the $100 in tips that she made earlier that day delivering pizzas around Indianapolis. She was met by a 31-year-old man named Damian Boyce who was walking up to her house. He had a gun pointed at her chest. Mm-mm. Yeah. So he was originally trying to break into her house. And she saw him walking up with the gun instead, which this is a good idea. I mean, she still got robbed, but she's like, look, I don't have any money inside. Mm -hmm. All my money is in the car. It's my tips. And I'll just, I'll give you that. Yeah. Just don't shoot Exactly. She was just like, you can have it, whatever. And then he was like, yeah, I'll take the money, of course. And then he's like, do you live here? And she said, yes, I live here with my boyfriend who is inside. That was a lie. She had a boyfriend, but he was not there. She also was like, I also, I have a pizza in the front seat. You can have that too. She was just kind of hoping probably that by being kind to him, look, just take my money and the pizza. And she was kind of saying, I know times are tough right now. Sure, yeah. Kind of just deflecting the blame. It's fine. It's, I get it. I times get are it. hard. Yeah. Which is a good approach if you think about it. I mean, maybe sometimes it doesn't matter. But he took it the wrong way, I guess. So. He started mumbling about his family for some reason, and then he asked her, do you really have a boyfriend? She told him yes, which was true. Then he asked her, does he treat you right? (laughs) Like, okay, dude, you're robbing her at gunpoint right now. Do you treat women right? Are you, what? Oh, no. What right does this guy have to, oh, gosh. She told him yes, and he's like, okay. Like, oh, maybe I should dump him for you who's robbing me with a gun right now. This is not treating me right if you want to get. Anyway, she handed over the money and then he made an additional demand. Still at gunpoint. He wanted her to add him on Facebook. What? (laughs) This is serious. This really happened. He pointed the gun on her. She gave him the phone. He found himself and they she added him. And sent him a friend request so he would have the request once he got home. I know. You literally just told her who you were. The dumbest criminals. I think it was because she was so nice and he seems pretty, I don't know. He was like, oh, okay, she gets it. Times are tough, whatever. She's understanding. After that, he took her money and fled the scene on his bicycle. And why would I go out with you? You're poor. Nothing against poor people, but like you literally just took well, my like, money. Your times are tough, yeah, but you robbed me. You are like probably robbing other people. Uh, no, uh, I don't really want to be with a thief. I don't know. Like you don't seem like a catch. There's no. I could name fifteen red flags right now. So a few hours later, he sent her a Facebook message. <sighs> Firstly, he apologized for robbing her and said. He was going to pay her back. 
Well, that's nice of him. He told her she was too pretty to rob. Then he invited her to, quote, come chill with him. You, so you can murder me? (laughs) This guy is so oblivious to, like, read the room. You just tried to, you robbed me at gunpoint, took my money. You wanted to break into my house. I've already told you I have a boyfriend. This is, we're not going to be together. This is. Did she call the police? Yes. Okay, good. So, at first, she was afraid to call police because he knew where she lived. He knew her car. She had to add him on Facebook and do all that. So, like, he literally. Knows everything. Yeah, and she knew that if she told police, they weren't going to rush and pick him up right then. They had to investigate. So, she's like, I'm going to be just. A sitting duck. A sitting duck waiting. So she said she had a hard time sleeping in the weeks after she called the cops and she hated being alone. She said she was grateful she wasn't hurt, but that she lost something more valuable than $100, her sense of safety. After an investigation, Damien Boyce was charged with robbery, a felony, and illegally carrying a handgun, which is a misdemeanor in Indiana. He's currently in custody, awaiting trial, and he faces up to 17 years behind bars if convicted of both charges. His court hearing is set for next week, or it'll be this week. Wait, will it be today? It'll be today, Wednesday the 5th, yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah, he'll be in his court hearing today. But, yeah, is that not just, I don't even know. I don't have the words for how absurd that is. Mm-mm. Like, this truly is wacky. What is this guy thinking? That's terrible. No, she doesn't. No, not I do not want, want to, to go out with you. you, scrub. And then him, does he treat you right? That would just have blown my mind. No, he doesn't. Who are you to ask me that question? He doesn't. He's an awful. Oh but at least God. he doesn't rob me at gunpoint. I mean, <laughs> see, my mouth would have got me shot, probably. Mm-mm. <sighs> All right, here's one of mine: a Russian man who was being operated on for a suspected tumor ended up having a fir tree removed from one of his lungs. The two-inch tree was found by surgeons when they opened him up. The doctors claimed that he may have inhaled a seed, which then sprouted into a small fir tree. A fir tree? Inside of his lung. So he went to the hospital a month before this, complaining of chest pain and coughing up blood. He says it was very painful But to be honest, I didn't feel any foreign object inside me. So the surgeon said that he was positive it was cancer. Oh, my God. They did x-rays and found what looked exactly like a tumor. And I had seen this hundreds of times before. So we decided to do surgery. The tree was discovered when surgeons took a biopsy before attempting to remove the entire lung. He says, I thought I was hallucinating. I blinked three times to make sure I wasn't seeing things. Before removing the major part of the man's lungs, he investigated the tissue that he had removed. And that's when he called his assistant in there to come look at it. And says, this is a fir tree. This is like a weird house episode. Yes. Yes. They believe that the coughing of blood was caused by the tiny pine needles piercing blood capillaries. Oh my God. It was very, very painful for him. 
But to be honest, again, he says, I didn't feel like anything was inside of me. I'm so relieved it's not cancer and he's expected to make a full recovery. Okay. I have four, like, four foot fir trees in the backyard that are dying and they're basically, they're completely dead now. And they can't survive outside when I used to water them constantly. But this guy is growing one in his body. In his lung. What? I have hypochondria. That is so weird. That's like something I would have never. Okay. The Rugrats episode where someone (laughs) swallows a seed and they think a watermelon's growing. Could a watermelon grow? I mean. Now that begs the question. Maybe that was not irrational. Maybe it's not. Maybe the Rugrats knew something. Like the Simpsons that predict the future. I have hypochondria at baseline. Mm -hmm. So reading shit like this, (laughs) because again, like my grandma used to say, if you swallow a watermelon seed, one's going to grow in your tummy. Oh my God. And all those years I thought she was lying, but apparently who who knows now you can grow shit inside your body from seeds. Did he keep the tree? I don't know. Would you? Of course. I would have too. Of course. If Sharon ever comes out, I'm going to put her in a, like a fucking amulet around my neck for real. I'm I'm glad they did that biopsy Holy and didn't cow. just take his whole fucking lung I out. I can't even imagine how scared. I mean, I would have been like, yeah, I'm going to die. And then you yeah. figure out it's a tree and you're like, what is this life? You're like, wait. What's happening? Am I imagining something? Am I in a coma and this is a lucid dream? Yes. Is there oh dog ticks? Oh my gosh. Is there dog ticks too? Holy crap. That's <laughs> no. No. Oh, I have one more. Do you want me to read it before we do our listener stories? Yeah. So a married Manchester United supporter. So that's over in Europe. Soccer. Okay. I'm like, what does that mean to me? He drove 400 miles for what he thought was going to be an affair with a woman that he had chatted on the internet with. Only to discover that it was a hoax set up. By two Liverpool fans that he had what? met while on vacation. So this man named Stuart, he's 39, from Sheffield, made the trip to a remote farm in Scotland to meet a woman what? that he had been flirting with online for weeks. But when he got to Emma's house, quote unquote, she was nowhere to be seen. Three hours later, the pranksters called him and confessed it was all joke they taped the conversation and put it onto a video sharing website youtube and on facebook accompanied by an embarrassing photo of the man and he's married this man yes his wife louise who was 32 that sucks then discovered that he had intended to have the affair and filed for divorce He said, that was a cruel thing to do. I've been taken for a ride. Okay. If you're, the ride is to, because you were wanting to cheat, I'm glad they did this. In fact, this is going to be my new hobby. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> so Busting he, cheaters. Yes. So he <laughs> met the two um, when he was on vacation in Cancun, uh-huh. and the three spent time arguing oh, about their okay. teams. Oh, my gosh. So they were just going back and forth. That, I mean, that is, that Men is do that. petty. Men do that. Yeah. They give each other shit they're going back and forth they, these two teams are super rivals it's like their life yeah, yeah. so they it. turn into eight-year-old boys yeah so on one occasion Stuart was thrown into the pool by the two men 
And oh my gosh. When, they, when the two Liverpool fans returned to the UK, they came up with a plan to humiliate him by setting up a false Facebook account and pretending to be Emma Man, from Scotland. Boys are that's fucking a mean. long con. Boys are mean. People always act like boys and men can't do, don't do stuff like this. Girl. Uh-uh. Stuart says, there's no doubt that I've been done a good and proper one by the lads from Liverpool. A good and proper one. It was cruel, but I'll hold my hands up and say they really got me. They I'd ended my marriage. Listen. Well, he ended his own yes. marriage. He says, I'd been chatting with this girl on Facebook for oh. about a month or so. Holy crap, that's a long, long con for these yes. just dudes. That, oh my gosh. He says, I really thought she was genuine. I had no reason to doubt it. One night, she asked me to come to Scotland. I was on the road for about nine hours. Nine fucking hours. And then when I got to this remote farm, she sent me a text saying she was still at work. That's what made it worse. catfish. Not only had I driven for nine hours, but I had to wait for about another three and a half hours for her to get off work. Then I got the call to say it was a joke. Oh, man. If they had asked me to drive to Manchester or even Liverpool, it wouldn't have been so bad. I may have seen this as funny, but to drag me all the way out here was just cruel. Ugh. I don't know how I feel about pranks. I mean, I guess they could be good fun. My take is that is very petty for them over sports, no matter how much you care about it. But guys will play some pranks. I mean, I guess my thing with pranks is... There, there's always a, a loser, which is the point, mm-hmm. but sometimes they definitely go too far. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a prank pulled on you? Not real, no. I Not that I either. can really think of. I I mean. Like a hot and scare is one thing, a silly little joke or something, but this is way too far. But if he was like, sorry, I'm married, I'm not interested, then the prank's over. Right. But That's true. He's like. Ooh, Emma, hey, I'm going to drive. For a month and drive nine Sorry. hours? Who, first of all, meet somewhere in the middle in a in a public location. You're a fool. No. But for he, real. You know I what mean, he was going there for. Yeah, exactly. Mm-mm. So if you've ever pulled a prank on anyone or had one pulled on you, please write us because yeah. I want to know. I'm not a big fan of pranks, really. I don't want one pulling. No, on I don't me. think it's funny. I don't really. Yeah, I don't want to pull it on. Serious. I mean, hiding a little cockroach in something, something is one like thing. That. Yeah, I'm sure I've done. I've I've little, jumped and scared yeah. Samuel or yeah. put things, but not like a major thing. So I dated a guy once, and he and his friends would prank each other, mm-hmm. like take out ads in the newspaper and list all of their shit for sale for Holy cheap crap. and put their actual phone number to where they were getting phone calls. See, that's not funny to me. So once, this is awful. One time they had this friend who was applying for this job out of state. And it was like a really big deal. It was like a teaching job at mm-hmm. a college and he was a sports guy. So it was like, do you want to come be like our football, basketball, baseball, some kind of coach at this college out of state? So he had told them all when they were having drinks uh-huh. that he had applied for this job. So these guys type up a letter saying oh, and, and a full offer for this job. So messed up. Mail it to him. Mail it to him. He gets it 
tells them all he got the job. He's so excited. He's got to fly to the state, the whole thing. Two of them go with him to pick oh out my a God. suit uh, to wear to this interview. Yes. Day day of, he's leaving. They all go to the airport. And when he comes in to buy his ticket, that's when they surprise him and say, it was just a fucking prank. You really didn't get the job. Ha, 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 ha. I would, could not be friends with them anymore. That's exactly what I was going to say. Serious. I would be so upset. Mm-hmm. I would be mm-hmm. like, you are I would terrible. Never, I, would I would never speak to you again. Yeah, I would, no. I'm, first of all, I would cry. I would, yeah, I would, I would be I'd bust so into upset. tears. I would be, I, I couldn't. And humiliated, oh. embarrassed. And Hell then no. you're thinking back on, like, that's not your friend. That's, I would never. That is too, that's too far. Super cruel. Oh, they thought it was hilarious and would joke and they're still friends with this guy. And like, it's a joke and they laugh about it over beers. You remember that time we, that, that's no. not funny. We're not friends anymore. Goodbye. I can't even imagine. Yes. So whenever I was reading this one about this prank, I'm like, oh, have I got a prank story? They told me this because this had happened before him and I had dated. And they told me this one night when we were all sitting out, you know, having drinks. And I was like, you got to be fucking kidding. Like, I never laughed. I'm like, no, you're for real. Y'all really did. Sociopaths? You really did this? (laughs) That's exactly what I would have done. Isn't that hilarious? No, actually. It's very mean. That's very mean mean you are meanies oh my gosh to their friend too it's not like they're it's at least he could have been their sports rival <laughs> and, right and such an elaborate oh, that's prank terrible i am awful i have no face in my hand right now because that's it's terrible hell no Mm-mm. if you ever do any of that to me i would never no i know you wouldn't oh, but I listen like, i would no. never <laughs> i i'm no i i'm too upset i'm too sensitive to handle pranks so mm-hmm. yeah email us in your pranks and if you're worse than this, don't do a prank just to email us. Don't do that. We do not condone that or support <laughs> that or encourage don't that. Like pranks. We don't like pranks. We get real mad and our feelings hurt. <laughs> we won't scold you, but yeah, we will. Yes, no, I'm we just will. joking. <laughs> <laughs> so in this past, in this month, well, this month is over now. In June's Patreon episode, you mentioned traveling out of state for Georgia about one of the camps. We had a summer camp yes, episode yes, yes. about the, a Friday the 13th place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Aaliyah sent us a DM telling us about all the haunted places in <gasps> the area. She's like, yes, come to Georgia. It's the whole thing. Yes, yes forward me that. She said the Sutton House in Athens mm-hmm. is kind of close to the Camp Crystal Lake thing, and that's allegedly haunted. She also suggested, and I did not Google this, but I want to murder Kroger. Does she mean a literal, like a Kroger supermarket? I'm looking it up right murder now. Murder Kroger, Heritage Hall, Oakland Cemetery, Lake Lanier, which I've heard of, Central I've State I've been to Hospital. Lake Lanier. Oh, well, I guess that's haunted. Historic Lawrenceville Jail and the Ellis Hotel. She also mentioned she once lived around the corner. From a home in Athens where the owners were murdered on Oglethorpe Avenue in Cars Hill. Man, thank you for the suggestions. And it doesn't surprise me that Georgia has a lot of freaky places. I've spent some time in Savannah. I've been there multiple times. It has plenty of haunted history, which I love. Oh, my gosh. So I'm reading this. Is it a real Kroger? Yes. It's a store. Store opened in the 80s. Parking lot has been the scene to two fatal shootings and the discovery of a corpse. In 91, 25-year-old named Cynthia was shot and killed in 2002. 
the corpse of a man was found inside a car in 2015. An Alabama man was shot and killed in 2015. Another murder occurred after the store oh had been renovated and was promoting, they were promoting it from, you know, like a new place. That is a murder, Kroger. It is. Please. Oh my gosh. Thank you. There's probably a murder Kroger in Southwest. One hundred, maybe not a Kroger. Something. It's a a murder Piggly Wiggly. I don't. They know. don't have a Piggly Wiggly in Arkansas. Oh, do they not? No, there's no Piggly Wigglies here. Oh, I've seen. Maybe it's on the way to Pensacola in some yeah. other state. Probably Alabama or something. Yeah, I don't know. No, no. I want that email because I'm gonna make notes. I will. I'll sc- I screenshot it and I'll send it to you. But. We also got a write-in from our patron, Lynn. She writes, I grew up in Atlanta, Texas. Yes, it's true. You threw me. There is an Atlanta, Texas. We moved from Houston when I was six because Atlanta was a, quote, safe place to raise kids. FYI, Atlanta is 20 miles from Texarkana, and I was always afraid of the serial killer from the town that dreaded sundown. Oh, yeah. She said it was safe, but still weird and creepy. She said, my dad's approach to safety involved warning me of every possible scary scenario so that I would be prepared. That will be me. (laughs) Oh, maybe it won't be me. She said the result was, I grew up scared of my own shadow. (laughs) And snakes. They've got big ones in Texas. Mm -mm. Here too. Just because I was afraid of bad stuff didn't mean I would take the right precautions. Even my parents made some sketchy decisions like sending me to Girl Scout camp in Arkansas in 1977. Uh, That's too... Yeah, too close. Too close to Oklahoma and the... the, mm -mm, Mm -mm. mm -mm. As I said, I didn't always take the right precautions. Like the time a guy tried to open my car door as I pulled into a California mall parking lot. I hadn't even stopped yet. So what did I do? Well, I rolled down my window to see what he wanted, of course. Fortunately, my six foot four boyfriend was in the passenger seat and the Ted Bundy wannabe ran off. I do, I will say, I do feel safer when I'm with Samuel than when I'm on my own. That's, I get the security thing there. I wouldn't have been as scared, but I, if I were alone, hell no. What does that feel like to have someone that loves you, Macy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. What does it feel like to have the security of a man? <laughs> <laughs> She said, fast forward many years, my husband and I moved to Asheville, North Carolina in 20, in 2001. Not the same guy. Yay. (laughs) She's been everywhere. I love Asheville. That's where I met Deb, the mother of another two-year-old. This is me when I'm trying to make mom friends. We'd drop our kids off and still be talking in the parking lot when it was time to pick them up. Deb loves camping. And she's been trying to convince me to go with her for as long as I've known her. I'll bring everything, she'd say. My response was always some version of, why would anyone want to get a bunch of shit together, haul it to another location, unpack it, and then do it all over again in a day or two later? Let's just have cocktails. That's you. (laughs) Yes. I'm not going to pretend I'm unhoused. She said, I don't know how, but that bitch wore me down. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she packed everything up and took me camping the the year those two-year-olds started college. Man, she worked on her for a long time. I guess she would break her down. That's cute, though, that they stayed friends that, that long. That is very sweet. Our younger children went with us. She took us to a campground about 20 miles from my 
comfy bed, and we went camping. Daytime, good. Nighttime, should have gone home. I really tried to be a happy camper. My daughter and I got in our tent for the first cold snap of the year. We froze all night, but the worst part was how badly I needed to pee. I didn't sleep at all, and there was no way I'd leave the tent in the middle of the night just to get snatched up by some serial killer or step on a snake. (laughs) And I wasn't about to leave my daughter alone. At sunrise the next morning, Deb opened the tent and asked if we'd slept well. I jumped up and said, gotta pee. When I got back, she asked why I didn't just go in the middle of the night, because the bathroom was right next to our tent. Not to mention the woods, but let's not go there. Snakes. I answered honestly, because the bathroom looks just like the one at Lake Samamish. Oh man, this is a a Washington name probably. Samamish State Park, where Ted Bundy abducted Denise Noslin in 1974. She took a moment, looked at me like I was the crazy one, and said, you win. She had packed us up in no time, and I took everyone out to breakfast at the Waffle House, and we lived another day. (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, I don't blame you. If something looks like a scary place, I don't want to deal with it either. That was a f- that was a great story. That was I very well that. written. Lynn, tell us more of your I love that. tales. That was that was good. And she's lived everywhere too. I have a quick little ride in that I'm going to tell you, tell you about. So on our last wacky, we were talking about the guy who faked his own kidnapping mm-hmm. to go out with his friends. So I made a post first of all before I start this. We. We were not, and I hope people didn't take it as we were dogging the wife as being an ag. We weren't doing that. We were just saying, well, I was, not even us. I was saying, well, I have girlfriends who are assholes who would not let their husbands go out without them. And I, I will not say, this particular no, couple. I don't know them clearly. We don't, we don't know these no. people. We don't know no. their finance situation. We don't know their, how many kids they have. And it's... It's a funny story. Well, it's a wacky. It's one of those things like our wacky is meant to be funny. We made some jokes. We didn't want to offend anyone. We didn't. She was a victim in of his course. awful prank. I mean, prank? I felt like exactly. it kind of just went without saying. Another like, shitty prank that yeah, somebody's pulling t- on somebody. Yeah, he went too far. He shouldn't have done it. I did Facebook stalk them, by the way. And uh, oh, it happened in 2013. Yeah. So they had... Maybe around four kids at this time, <laughs> and they were older, so I don't know where the kids were at the time, well, but they were older kids, so I'm assuming not home because they weren't mentioned, but they're still married and had two more kids. They're fine. So Everybody's fine. Luckily, everyone's fine now. It's, I guess our thing was, when we talk about wacky stories, we try to, we joke around, we try, we try to, to make, make them it light. light and fun, whatever, but, you know, sometimes we just say stuff off the cuff and don't mean to be victim blaming or... With all that being said, somebody wrote in about, because I had made a post on Facebook or Instagram about, would you fake your own kidnapping Mm -hmm. to go party? And I had several people message me. One person said, no, but I would fake my own kidnapping to leave a party. Oh my gosh, (laughs) that's funny. And I'm like, that's hilarious. I would do that too. But then I had another person write in. And she says, and I'm not going to mention her name because I don't know that that's okay and I would never invade someone's privacy like that. Anyways, she says, my ex-sister-in-law did 
We had the police out, local restaurants looking at CCTV footage, Facebook reach outs, the works. Turns out, 12 hours after she was last seen, she befriended some girls in a club bathroom and went to party and relive her single life. But she was pretending she got kidnapped? No, she just disappeared. Oh, she just did not speak to any. She just off the grid. Gone. No one can get a hold of her. I'm not excusing her behavior, but I've talked about this before on here. I am also a flight risk. I have left many clubs Mm -hmm. with people that Mm -hmm. I shouldn't have. All my friends know that who's on Ashley Watch. Yeah. It's a thing. People are like this. I am one of these people. So this is what she does. She Mm -hmm. just meets some girls in the bathroom. And leaves. She's friends with them. They're cool. She met them. They're friends. She's done. She writes, I was telling the whole family she was definitely either raped or murdered or sex trafficked. And I'm guessing the taxi driver did it. My mom was like, why would you say that? She says, mom, two rules to live by. It's never a mannequin and it always ends in murder. My mom told me I had issues and I wasn't helping the situation. And I blame both of you for me jumping to this conclusion. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Anyways, she says I wasn't too harsh on her Uh when we eventually found her. But when you have kids, no matter how batshit crazy they are or you are, you have to come home. LOL. And I responded back, that is hilarious. She says she actually sent a message to my brother Saying they won't let me go. Or, oh my God. So we took it as she was being held. She captive. didn't explain who they were. Yes. Yes. She was living her best life, and my mom turned gray overnight. I bet her mother in law hated her guts. At uh, least she probably did already. But, for- <laughs> oh. Or is it, did she say ex-sister-in-law or is it still her sister-in-law? It's still, wait. Is she still in the family? No, it's ex. Ex, okay. I was like, <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. They're not married anymore? Well, the what? other people are. So, I mean, who knows? But man, that's, uh, wow. Yes. So, crazy, 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 crazy. I have one more thing real quick. I know this is going to be super long. It's a long, wacky. It's okay. And I already talked on our regular episode about documentaries and shit I've watched. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I watched this other one. It's not the one I told you about. I'm saving that one for another. I told you. You I cannot watching the documentaries. I can't go on another bad date, Lacey. I just have to sit home and watch documentaries. These documentaries you're watching are so heavy. I've never seen a good documentary. Well, saw my heart out. I kind of did. There's one called um, Twenty Feet from Stardom about backup singers, and it was really good. Gosh, you mean you've never seen a happy documentary? What did I say? You've never seen a good documentary? Yes, happy. Meaning like uplifting. You liked it, but it's not good. They're not good. I get what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? So it's called The Most Hated Man on the Internet, and it's on Netflix. Have you seen that one? It's the guy with the – maybe I'm wrong. Just explain it first. Because he doesn't have any of that motion you were just making. (laughs) (laughs) A curly hair motion of curly hair. No. This fucking guy. Oh, no, 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 no. I know exactly. Did you watch it? It came out a while ago, right? I told you. I'm sitting at home just going through all the documentaries. This I have seen. Yes. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Hunter Moore, who started mm-hmm. this website called It's Anyone Up.com, yep. where you upload pictures of nudie pictures mm-hmm. of somebody yourself or somebody you don't like, and people just 
rage at these. Make fun of them. You should kill yourself. Holy crap. It's the worst cyberbullying. Cyberbullying, I see it on the news comment section every day. It's but like awful. The, to this extent, I, it's awful. Well, I don't have to go into this whole big I thing hate a because you because you've watched it too. Because I'll be a warrior. <laughs> well, I mean, long story short, if you haven't seen it, you should watch it. The website ends up ends up being taken down because mm-hmm. this one mom, her daughter's on it because he hacked her computer, not because she sent it to nothing an ex boyfriend. No consent. No nothing. He hacked it, that is got so the picture, scary. and then he doxxed her. He's doxing all these people, connecting their Facebook picture profile, oh my cell phones, home address, all these things, connecting it to this girl who's just standing there topless. And why? Why? Like, why is this man this? He's woman? making money off of it. He wanted. To, he doesn't give a shit about anybody. Oh, it's no, awful. Absolutely not. It's Terrible awful. person. Terrible. The documentary is good. What he did is fucking Your terrible. Blood will boil. Oh, you'll at be how angry you are. You just can't, I, I could not he, imagine that. He did it to me. single moms and Ugh. this one and her kids got taken away because oh her ex husband found out that she was on this essentially porn site. I mean, it wasn't sex, but it was nudity. And he posted her there yeah. and then it's like and he the, thinks she's doing porn on the site. And when he doxxed her and connected all of her stuff, one of the pictures on her Facebook was a picture of her children. So now his this ex husband's like my kids are on this essentially porn Holy site, crap. and he's he, lucky he yeah. didn't get killed oh, by he really an angry is. parent. He or really is, he really is. Anyway, hard not to wring his neck. I'm not condoning that, but it's insane. I'm gonna try to not watch any. I think my cup runneth over with documentaries. Holy cow! I've watched literally like eleven in the last two weeks. I used to. I haven't really been on a documentary kick in a while, but. Several years ago, all I did. Documentaries. I love a documentary. Every, I have to be in a mood. I mean, even there's one about General Chow's chicken or whatever. Loved it. The <laughs> Someone Makes Sushi. Absolutely loved it. I'm not a Just food documentary person. Random ones. I watched a ton about adoption, overseas adoptions from like Russia and China and stuff. And that's messed up. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Don't even get me started on, on that adoption yeah. process. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's just like. Terrible. I haven't been in the mood in a while. I don't know. But I'm not going to try to turn this into a complaining Wednesday, but I'm over this week. Lacey had I the had worst the luck. Worst luck this week. I mean, I shouldn't say that. First of all, it's been over 100 degrees all week. Well, today it was 99, feels like 113. I'm dripping wet at all times. It's just hot. All, it's, it's awful. Secondly, rody has been sick all week and has been pooping his guts out in the crate on mm-hmm. the dining room rug, and mm-hmm. he hates this heat too. He will not. I'll have him on a leash trying to get him off the porch, and he will fight me over it. No. Mm-mm. He's like, I'm not. I want to poop in the air conditioning. <laughs> I mean, I don't blame him, but it's like, dude. So I've been dry heaving because I've still got nausea, even though I'm in my second trimester. So I've been dry heaving all week. Don't go to by those poop. rules. They're liars. They are. Everything everyone tells you is a lie. <laughs> But um, also, we had a bad storm that you talked about yes. in our episode Tornado on Monday. Warnings. And that night, someone busted Samuel's passenger side window and rummaged through his car. Nothing was stolen because there was nothing to steal but, like, empty cans and, I don't know, McDonald's bags. But we had to get that car fixed. So he drove my car on Tuesday. And then I find a cardinal bird with a broken wing and a broken leg. I can't believe you touched that bird. 
I, I did have gloves on. Okay. No, I have a bunch of gloves I almost for gardening scolded and stuff. You. No, no, I know bird flu is a risk. So I did put Birds are just nasty. Lacey thinks she's a Disney princess and has to save all the animals. And I It was hopping around. No, it was I'm a not. beautiful red cardinal. And I'm Cruella. I'm like, I will wear this as a hat. Like Carrie Bradshaw. And it was just hopping around. So I caught it with my with my uh, gloves on and Ugh. I put it in the box. And it was freaking out. And I was like, oh, my God, it's going to die of panic because I kept reading about that. So anyway, I don't have a vehicle, but I spent the first half of my day, I'm talking till noon, trying to find a bird rehabber. So vets, I called a ton. They don't take in wild songbirds. They're like, if it's a falcon, yeah. But if it's a, just a bird, I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? I call a million people. I called this lady that lives like two hours away. I'm willing to like meet her the next day when I have a working vehicle, which I didn't. But anyway, um, she recommends a lady. And this is so long. I'm sorry. She recommends a lady in Sherwood, Arkansas. I call her and her voicemail says, I'm sorry, I'm not taking in birds right now due to a lot of health problems and blah, blah, blah. But if you need recommendations, please text me. And I'm like, oh, this sucks so bad, but maybe there's something. I cannot believe you're doing all of this for a bird you found in your yard. (laughs) So I text her and she goes, this is my address. Bring him to me. And I'm like, hell yeah. You could have just been fucking murdered and your baby cut out of your stomach. She's legit on the internet. She's a bird rehabber. Oh, oh, okay. Because those people don't murder people. She lived in the nice part of Sherwood. Also. They don't murder people. Nice people. People that have nice houses don't kill people. I was only outside in the driveway. I didn't go inside. But anyway, we exchanged. And she just picks up this bird with her bare hands. And she's like, like, oh, I've got formula inside prepared for him. I'm going to give him antibiotics. And I had torn off Samuel's trash bag on his Prius to drive there. Luckily, it didn't break down on the freaking interstate. What if that bird would have, like, fluttered around that car while you were driving? I covered covered him, but he couldn't couldn't even get out of the little box. It was kind of sad. But anyway, he's in better hands. So then I get a cease and desist letter. Uh, this week, I'm not joking. Wait, what? I get a cease and desist letter from my favorite grocery store, Trader Joe's. What? Have I ever told you all the weird cease and desists I've gotten? I've gotten one from Jimmy Buffett, which no. I was like, what, did what you, the what hell? Did you, what did you do? Apparently, he has It's 5 O'Clock Summer copyrighted. I had it on a sticker, on like a funny sticker, whatever. Yeah, I, I had, so I took it down, which I'm like, okay, that's yeah. fine. That's, and it's a I mistake. It. I didn't yeah. do it on purpose, but I get it. Well, so if... Those of you that don't know, I have an Etsy shop and I sell art and stickers and all that stuff. And I have nothing, no Trader Joe's stickers, no Trader Joe's logo stickers, no nothing. And the email from the attorney was like, you are not allowed to use their logo on your products and da, da, da. So I emailed the attorney back because she had her email in there. And she just emailed me back like, you cannot use our logo or redesign our logo in any purposes. And I emailed multiple times like, yeah, cool. I get that. I but haven't. I don't sell Trader Joe stickers on my website. And she just was replying back with the same thing. Like she wouldn't even read my email. And I was so mad because that affects my store. Still, like, you have no idea what she's talking about. No. Etsy, if you get too many of those, can just remove your whole store. And that's like, that's my job. Yeah. And I'm like, so she was refusing to back down. Whatever, and I I love Trader Joe's, but man, the lawyer is a... Then yesterday, my car broke down that Samuel, while Samuel was driving, so we had to get it towed. It's the transmission. It's totally blown. And that the Prius transmission a couple days ago also blew. So two 
transmissions to cars that are kaput. And then we get this email about the internalized misogyny. And I'm like, I do not have the spoons to deal with this today. Sometimes I just can't respond to emails or I'm like, I'm not going to be nice. Had a week from hell. I'm not responding back. Your hormones are raging. Yeah. And sorry, I just needed an on-air rant. But like, God, these are, I will say, these are first world problems. I get that. But like when you have a ton of them in one week, it's like, I'm done. It's like you're back to back to back. It's like, it's I can't like take anymore. Me spilling di- Dr. Pepper on my shirt. I was like about to have a breakdown in the car. I'm like, this is just, I can't do this anymore. Oh my God. On a positive note, I did get a new car, which I desperately needed because I'm having a baby and I need a reliable car. So I have Samuel's not too happy that we have to get two cars, but uh, I'm happy. <laughs> oh, boy, what a week. Is, is whatever in Mercury, Mercury and Mercury retro, and retrograde or something. <laughs> is there a full moon? For real. I'm going to look at the moon tonight. And then I had, that's why this all happened this past week. And I had my 16-week appointment on Friday. And I was afraid to go in because I've just had, I feel like, bad luck all week. So this is... So not me, but while we were at the car dealership yesterday, I got out. We had to Uber there because <laughs> we didn't have a car. And there was a penny head side up. And you picked it and up? And I freaking picked it up and put it in my purse. You're like, I'm keeping this I'm forever. not superstitious. I'm just a little stitious. Nuh-uh. This will bring me luck. I was so desperate. Please, Penny. You need to like draw like a rune on the inside of your wrist. I'm going to keep it forever. It's like my charm. My appointment went very well. I mean, I haven't got my blood results back yet, but uh, everything else, he's He's moving and grooving, and his skin's still clear, so you can see his spinal cord. <laughs> yeah. So, All good things. Yeah, but um, I guess that's it for now. Well, shit on that note. I got to get out of here for yeah. this bad juju rubs off on me. For real. Join us next week for more tales of wacky crimes and criminals to help you get through your week. Bye. Bye.